Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Borg Warner. Feel good about driving. Bosch. The number of clean diesel models in North America will double by 2014. Bosch Clean Diesel. Good. Clean. Fun. Bridgestone. Your journey. Our passion. Dow Automotive Systems. Improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. And by the 2013 Hyundai Sonata. Learn more at HyundaiSonata.com. Hello again and welcome to AutoLine Daily. It's Monday, June 18th, 2012, the start of another work week. I'm Rod Maloney, business editor at WDIV-TV, Local 4 News here in Detroit, filling in for John, who should be back tomorrow. Here are the latest headlines. Last week, we reported Lexus was gunning to reclaim the title of the number one luxury automaker in the U.S. It lost the sales crown of BMW last year. New and refreshed product will be a big help, but that's not the only weapon the company's using. Bloomberg reports that Lexus has increased incentives and by quite a bit. Discounts on cars are up around 54%, while SUVs grew by about 60%, instead of spending increasing at a greater rate than its rivals. Now, Mercedes-Benz is up by 11%, while BMW has increased its discounts by about seven points. Still, this may not be enough. Even if the brand can reach its goal of selling 250,000 vehicles this year in the U.S., BMW is gaining ground. So far, its sales are up 14 percent this year. Ford is facing a strike. No, the UAW not causing trouble for the automaker. This time, it's the U.K.'s largest union called Unite. And according to the Detroit Free Press, around 2,500 white-collar workers will voice their displeasure with the company's decision to close a pension plan to new entrants, among other things. The 24-hour strike is expected to affect seven facilities across the country. Members of Unite are concerned that Ford will expand pension and wage changes all across the U.K. The Obama administration considering a move against what it sees as Chinese auto parts dumping in the United States. Reuters reporting this morning that the administration is seriously considering filing a World Trade Organization claim against China. That claim would decry a vast array of policies to give its auto parts producers an unfair trade advantage. The U.S. steel industry first went to the administration earlier this year complaining about the flood of auto parts coming into the U.S. from China. Also, nearly 200 members of Congress, many from Midwest industrial states like Michigan and Ohio that employ a lot of auto parts workers, appealed to President Obama to do something about the problem. Some optimistic sales projections this morning for the new all-electric Nissan LEAF. Bloomberg reporting Nissan's North American Vice Chairman Bill Kruger expects to move 20,000 leaves this year in the U.S., which doubles last year's output. Right now, Nissan only builds the LEAF in Japan, but Kruger expects to start turning out new leaves in the United States by year's end when their new plant in Smyrna, Tennessee goes online. Right now, Nissan is only selling the LEAF in seven states, but once the new plant comes online, it will go for national distribution. Leaf sales have dropped dramatically over the past couple of months, while GM's plug-in Volt has finally taken off, tripling its sales in May. Last week, Hyundai announced pricing for the hatchback version of the Elantra. Now pricing for the Coupe is out. Starts at $18,220, including destination charges, and is standard with features like heated front seats, Sirius XM satellite radio, Bluetooth, and remote keyless entry. Powering the Coupe is the same 1.8-liter four-cylinder that's in the sedan. It can be mated to a six-speed manual or automatic transmission. The Elantra Coupe will arrive at dealerships later on this month. 
Despite the dip in last month's SAR, or seasonally adjusted annual rate, to 13.7 million units, Ward's Auto is sticking with its forecast of a 14.5 million SAR for 2012. Car sales in the U.S. should remain strong this year due to an improving economy and growing consumer confidence. Also, a number of new or redesigned models are coming out this year that could draw more people into the showrooms. Coming up next, John test drives Acura's latest small car offering. Drivers who want to get the most out of their cars, it's Bridgestone or nothing. Acura recognized it needed a new entry-level car to try and expand its sales, and so we've got the new Acura ILX. One thing I like right off the bat about this car is how they changed the front-end grille. Still looks similar to what they had before, but to my eye, this just fits the car a whole lot better. Even so, overall, I'm not that impressed by the styling of this car. In fact, if you look at this character line right before the rear wheel, this look kind of reminds me of the Dodge Avenger. Luxury cars shouldn't be doing that. Inside, there's a mixture of good and bad. They have soft materials where it should be, like the upper door panel, the armrest, even the top of the IP. But elsewhere, there's a lot of hard plastic in this thing. It's kind of everywhere. And you know what? I don't like this design on the passenger side. It looks like two sad eyes with a very sad face to it. Boy, this is not a happy car. In fact, it's kind of a buzzy car with a loud engine to drive around in. But when you start to get on this car, this thing can be a lot of fun. Once you get underway, the ILX has got a great balance to it. It's light, it's nimble, you can throw it around. When you really stomp on the accelerator, boy, this engine comes alive. And in fact, it's very interesting that my first impressions of this car were not very good, but driving it, well, that's the proof in the pudding. This can be a fun car. And it's going to be interesting to see if the new ILX will help boost Acura's sales and get this troubled luxury brand back on track. That's it for now. For today's show, I'm Rod Maloney, Local 4 Business Editor here at WDIV-TV News in Detroit. Thanks for watching. John should be back tomorrow.